Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mentors. Today, we are continuing our interview with Brad Sugars. Last we left off, he posed the question, what is your life plan, and gave us his formula for goal setting. Let's jump back in. No, I think that's an amazing formula. And again, breaking that down, I think it'd be amazing to have a whiteboard about that and then be able to, again, even with this podcast, listing down what's my dream, what's my goals, what's my plans, how am I going to learn everything? I think that's amazing. I want I want to make sure everyone knows that. We'll probably make a little audio clip for that and make sure everyone figures Perfect. that out. As, as also, I do a whole video on that on, uh, on, I think it's on YouTube or it's on my LinkedIn or Facebook or Insta TV, wherever. It'll be. It, it's probably on every single one of them. <laughs> Um, yes. It's probably not on Pinterest, though. I'm not really a crafty guy. That's my that's my wife's thing. Oh, She's no. the crafty one. Nor am I. Um, now I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a second formula for success that goes along with that, and it's B times do equals have. Okay, so who you are multiplied by what you do determines what you have. Okay, and so B average times do average have average. Be amazing, do amazing, have amazing. Now, it's not just be equals have, so it's not that whole book, The Secret, where if you sit on a hill and om, om, no, that, that stuff is important. Positive thinking is important, but positive thinking without positive action leaves you with positively nothing, okay? So, be times do equals have. Now, let's reverse that just for a second so it goes back to that other formula. Decide what you want to have. Determine what you want to have, dreams and goals. From there, you need to determine what do I need to do? Because have equals do times be if you reverse the formula type thing. So determine what I need to do. Learn and make a plan. Now, once you've done all that and then you go to work, the big question lies in, well, who do I need to become in order to do that, in order to have that? Who do I need to be? How do I need to grow me? Because your biggest job in success is building you. You, know, you are your number one job in life. Building an amazing you. Don't build an average you. Don't build an ordinary you. Build an amazing you. Who is amazing you? What does amazing you look like? See, if, if you realize that your job is to be the best you you can, you'd have great friendships. You'd have great relationships. If the best you would be fit and healthy. The best you would take care of finances. The best you would, would, would take care of that. Does that make sense? You know, it's the best version of you is what you are trying to build. People often ask me, what's your, what's your biggest success? And I always tell them, me. If you saw the snot-nosed, arrogant little shit I was as a kid and you saw who I've become as a human being today, that, that is, is the distinction. You know, As a young businessman, I, I, I didn't really know what I was doing a lot of the time, but I went for it. I kept going for it. You know? So there's, there's two formulas for success today. There's a ton more of them in all my books. I just actually finished recording. Uh, I did a program called 30X Business, which is 30 minutes a day for 30 days with me to learn my 30 years business experience and uh, get a 30% or 30 times growth in your business. And now I just filmed 30X Life, where I go through all the principles like those to of life success. So again, 30 minutes a day for 30 days. Now I'm back in studio. I'm, I'm filming one called 30X Wealth. So uh, when they come out, I'll let you know, Ava. I'll send you a couple. Oh. No, send please do. And I'd love to send out the link from the promotions for uh, all my audience. And, you know, you've already accumulated so much success, but what are your next goals and who are you trying to be now? You know, it, it's interesting because uh, it's, it's as I build my companies, most of my companies today, I find young people who are doing an amazing thing. When I say young, I'm 48, so anyone under 40 is young for me. Um, you know, I find people that have got a great concept. I'm, I'm kind of like... I'm a little bit like Ray Kroc, I guess. 
you know, Ray Kroc found the McDonald Brothers business and then put it everywhere in the world. So what I do is I find people like Travis Bell who had a great concept and I said, all right, I'm going to put you everywhere in the world. Um, you know, I, I keep doing that. And so I build those companies and I sell them. But I, I have a commercial cleaning business. We just sold a property management company. Uh, I just bought a food truck business. Um, you know, I, I just love buying companies. But I keep writing books. So my next... I just finished uh, The Wealth Coach, which is designed for young people to learn about money, but I had to rewrite the book halfway through uh, its second edit, because I gave it to one of my friends. He said, I can't give this to my kids. I'm like, why not? He said, because I don't understand any of this stuff. You need to rewrite it so adults and, and kids can understand it. I'm like, all right, so we rewrote it so now adults can, can read it too um, and understand that. Pulling Profits, which we got to a bestseller all over the world, it finally got there. I'm writing a new, a new book I'm writing. I'm writing two of them, actually. One is called Leadership Sucks, and the other is called The Life Coach. So, yeah, the Leadership Sucks is because everyone thinks it's all about leadership, and they forget that you've actually got to have management and execution in the middle there. And You can be the best leader in the world, but if your people are incompetent, it doesn't make the, your leadership do anything. So, And then The Life Coach, because I think everybody needs to understand the principles of, of life. Um, yeah, those principles are very important. And it's, it's hard. You come into life without a manual on how to succeed. And I had to read, you know, I'm about 2,500 books. So, you know, I had to read a ton of books to understand the principles of success in life and keep learning them from everybody. And if I can distill them down and simplify them for other people and get them to learn them faster, then, yeah, it makes life successful for others much faster. No, I think this is interesting. Um, first off, a question you probably get all the time is what are the books or audiobooks that have impacted you the most but also what is your take on failing because this is gonna this I feel like it's gonna be a little more interesting for you because you've learned so much already so I don't feel like you've failed as much but I feel like the times you have failed have been interesting like well fail fail fast fail often but fail small okay do, do things on a small scale and fail um, you know but it's, it's I, I, I use, when I teach marketing, because I do a lot of marketing stuff that we teach, and a lot of my books are on marketing, and we teach a simple thing called test and measure. Marketing, 80% of marketing campaigns fail. 80% of them fail. So don't spend 20 grand on a failing campaign. Spend $20 on Google AdWords, see if it's going to work. Hey, that didn't work. Great. That's $20 that we spent learning that that was a stupid idea. See, and a lot of people, they'll go and run a stupid idea and they'll put 20 grand at it and then they'll find out it didn't work and they'll go, well, that didn't work. And I'm like, yeah, you could have found that out for 20 bucks on Facebook advertising, dude. You could have. And, and so these are the things. But yes, you want to fail, but you want to fail small and fail often and fail fast. So keep testing your theories, but test them faster and faster and faster. And when you find one that works, then scale it and then exponential it, okay? Don't. But don't try and scale it from $20 to $20,000. Scale it from $20 to $200 and then add another zero, get to $2,000. But still working at $2,000, then go to $20,000, if that makes sense. Um, now, the flip side of that is uh, I, I've, I don't see failing as failure. I see it as you, you either win or you learn. They're the two, two things that happen when you do something. So I'm either going to win or I'm going to learn. Either way, I'm going to win. Um, you know, that, that to me is an important philosophy for anyone in business to understand is that, that you got to do that or just in life in, in general. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. That is awesome. These are concepts that I've heard, but I like the addition to fail small. 
I feel like a lot of people can, you know, mess up whenever they want. They're like, okay, but I learned, and, I, and that's amazing, you did, but you kind of really screwed it up there, and yeah. you're going to have to climb yourself out of a hole now. Yeah, it's like when I teach investing, I teach people, your first investment, you better be patient, because your first investment, if you mess it up, but then again, you know, I teach, I teach people to get $1,000 or $500, put it into an E-Trade account, and start trading. Don't read 10,000 books on trading the stock market. Start trading! Buy a share! <laughs> buy one! Five bucks, buy a share! Do something! You know, you're going to learn more by doing it than you are by actually just reading all about it. And that's why there's so many people, people like knowledge is power. And that is not true. Wisdom is power. Wisdom comes when you apply knowledge. If you don't apply it, you're not powerful. You're just smart. <laughs> No, and I completely understand that. And when you had to transition from like, you know, as an entrepreneur to a, a franchise and go global, go international, how did you fail there? And how did you learn there? Because of course that takes wisdom. Did you have, like, how did you learn all of that? Well, see, sometimes you don't have to fail because you hire people that have already done that and already know this stuff. So, you know, the, the, the secret to business is hire people who are better at it than you. If you're the best person in the company at whatever the company does, then you, you're going to fail because you're going to have to do all the work. No, I hire amazing people. I have good people. I train them to be great. I'm just in the middle of, uh, with all of my CEOs of all my companies, I'm in the middle of doing their annual reviews. And the, the biggest question is, well, what do you have to learn next year to be better? You know, what are your courses? We make them all take at least six courses a year to get better at their job. I mean, that, that, that's very important part of success. And then continuing that, le like continuing that learning for yourself, because that is interesting when you talk about hire people that are better than yourself. Absolutely. If I don't understand, like you said, you were going to be an accountant. I don't understand that. I would probably end up hiring you as an accountant, being like, "Hey, I need your help." But when you get that high up and you have so many people, and you're surrounded by so many people that are way better than you, doing your job for you, and you're the founder or you're the you're the you know lead command. And I know you're supposed to be a visionary, but what does that job look like and how do you handle that job and how do you feel like you still have a grip on everything even though everyone else is already doing everything well you don't want a grip on everything you want to have people who have a grip on everything but you don't want to have a grip on everything it is a simple piece of math you can have 100 percent of the money you make by doing all of the work yourself or you can have 20 percent of the money of 10,000 people out there doing the work now, is everyone always going to do it the right way, the way that I would do it, the way that I would? No, most of them will find better ways than the way I would. That's, that's the simple reality of it all. You know, ultimately, that, you don't know the formula for wealth success? Would you like that one? Sure, let's go. Okay. Success in business and with money comes down to one formula. It's one very simple word. I invented a board game called leverage. So that's the term we're going to learn, leverage. Now, what leverage is, its mathematical formula is divide to multiply. So if I break something down into its small parts and then I build it up, I can multiply the end result. Uh, if anyone wants to understand that uh, in business, just go to YouTube and type in Brad Sugar's five ways, okay? You can watch a video, I break down business into the five ways and you see how I multiply it and therefore we get the end result. Uh, Henry Ford did it with the production line, took producing cars from nine hours down to two hours. Ray Kroc, who I mentioned, did it with McDonald's, broke McDonald's into a franchise and therefore divided it up but multiplied the end result. Now, to me, that, that made sense, but I didn't really learn how to use it. 
Then so I learned that leverage meant more with less, or uh, the ultimate definition there was ever more with ever less. So you're trying to get more results out of less input. That's what you're trying to do in all such scenarios. Now still, because I'm a teacher and that's what I do, I love teaching, you know, 17 books out there and a gazillion seminars every year and that sort of stuff and podcasts like yours. And um, people always say to me, why do you go on podcasts? And I said, because I love micro teaching. You know, I can do it at a very small level, get to every single person in the world at some point. But here's, the, here's my formula for leverage. And if, if people understand this, they understand success in money and business. Do the work once, get paid forever. Do the work once, get paid forever, or at least long term. So here's a trick, not a trick question. Where is it? So this is my latest book, right? Not a trick question. Simple question. How many times did I write the book? Once. How long will I get paid for it? For as long as it's out. Mm-hmm. 75 years after I'm dead, my kids still get the royalties. Oh, goodness. That'd be nice. <laughs> uh, I wrote a book on real estate investing. Why do I love investing in real estate? Dead simple. Mm-hmm. How many times I got to buy the house? Once. Once. How long do I get paid for it? That'd be forever. Definitely. Where? What are some other? Is that passive income, or is that another form of yeah, it's, income it, itself? Yeah, you can call it passive income. You can determine. You know, there's so many ways to, to determine it. See, passive income is income that comes in whether you get out of bed or not. So the number one methodology for passive income is your own business. Build a business that works so you don't have to. My definition of a business is a commercial profitable enterprise that works without me. If I have to be there, it's not a business, it's a job and I work for an idiot. You know, that's, that's the reality of it. So I build businesses that work so I don't have to. Not jobs, not a business that I own because I'm always there, but a business that works without me. Now, when it comes to real estate, how long we got? We got five minutes? Oh, we'll, uh, we'll take five minutes. We're going to make it. Yeah. Okay, here's no what we're going to do. I'm going to teach everyone on the podcast wealth in five minutes. Okay? It's very, very simple. So real estate investing is not understood by 99% of people teaching real estate investing. Real estate investing is very, very simple. We'll just use some simple math. Let's pretend we could buy a house for $100,000. Okay? If you're an average citizen in an average part of the world and you're buying a house with $100,000, how much do you think you have to come up with? What cash do you have to come up with? 20%. Okay? 20% is the average in the world. Sometimes you can get it at 5% down. Sometimes it's 30 40% down. But on average, it's 20%. So here's a question for you. It's not a trick question. It's a very simple one. If I put in $20,000 and I buy that house worth $100,000, who pays the $80,000? Correct. The tenant. Mm, mm-hmm. See, people say the tenant pays rent. No, they don't. No. The, pe- the tenant pays the mortgage. So over the next 20 years, that tenant is going to pay for 80% of the house. Now, whether it goes up in value does not matter one little bit. If it does, fantastic. I got a bonus. If it doesn't, doesn't matter one little bit. Because here's the thing. If I put in 20,000 and 20 years from now, it's worth 100,000 still, but it's paid off in full. I just made 400% return on my money over 20 years. When people get that, they understand that your job, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make enough money to get a deposit for another house and then you rent it out and someone pays for it over the time. 
as long as rent covers mortgage and costs, buy that house, someone else will pay for it over the next 20 years, and it'll probably go up in value, and the rent will probably go up in value. So you'll do way better than 400% return. But the key to financial success is have someone else pay for your assets. I rent out a house, someone pays for it for me, and there's a lot more complexities, that's why I wrote the whole book on the subject. But the simplest thing, if anyone truly understands it, here's, here's a key secret to this. Ava, let's imagine you were one years old, right? You just had your first birthday. And your mom and dad said, we really love our kid, we're gonna buy her a house. So they bought you a house when you were one. They put it in a trust, and when you turned 21, they gave it to you. They bought it with 20% down, and they put it on an 80% mortgage on a 20-year mortgage. On your 21st birthday, they give you a house fully paid off. Passive income flowing out of it because of the rent, great value, and they paid for how much of it? Well, you said they were renting it out? Hmm. So they only paid for 20% of it. See, if you want to retire in 20 years, you just got to buy enough houses that they'll be worth that when you See, if you learn money, money's easy. And you can then do whatever the heck you want with the rest of your life. You can go on jet ski or travel or go and do charity work or go and write books or sit on a hill and mantra your way into whatever you want to do. I mean, it doesn't matter. If you understand money and you take care of it, it shouldn't take more than 10 years. And I'll state it very, very clearly. Anyone who follows this one piece of advice will be financially free in 10 years time. Jim Rohn gave it to me when I was 16. Amazingly enough, I financially retired at 26, 10 years later. One piece of advice, I already said it. He said, read a book a week for the rest of your life. Read a book on success, not a, not a romance novel or book of, you know, The Matrix or anything crazy, just book a week on success and money. And by the time you turn 10 years from now, you'll be financially free. Not hard. But most people would rather drink a beer a week than read a book a week. I'll tell you what happens when I'm 28. <laughs> I hope, for you it'll probably happen faster because you're doing all these podcasts and you're interviewing great people, therefore you're getting the knowledge uh, at a very high rapid rate. It, it's been rapid, but I absolutely love it and I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. Mm -hmm. I have so enjoyed talking to you. Where can everyone else find you and best uh, seek you out? Uh, BradSugars.com is easy, ActionCoach.com, Amazon's got all my books, or any social media. Other, I'm, I'm not really a Snapchat guy. I'm still oh. too old for that on Instagram. <laughs> you know, So you can find me on Insta or Face or LinkedIn or YouTube or uh, Twitter, any of those, you'll find me on there. Oh, well, wonderful. Once again, Brad, it was so amazing having you on. Ava, you made it easy for me. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview series. I would love to know some of your best takeaways. You can find me easily on LinkedIn or Instagram just by searching Ava Wetrick, and I'll happily get back to you and have a conversation. If you really enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a rating in iTunes. That act will compound in ways that I can't even imagine. As you have just found a mentor here, go out into the world and see who you can be a mentor to today.